want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
Hi. Hi. <laughs> what is what episode is this? One hundred and fortieth episode. Wow. We've done this a hundred and forty times. That's crazy to think about. I know. Without missing a week. It's amazing. Somehow, yeah. Through through all of life's happenings. Yes. Everyone knows by now we start every show off with one or two locals. Yep. This week was no different. <laughs> but we kind of put a little theme behind it and went with releases of 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, the f- first band we played was Sully. Yes. And the song we played was Tinker's Dam. That's right. And then after that was Ann Caligon with Makar and the Mukumba Man. Probably saying that wrong, but probably I say everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you nailed it. Yep. Perfect. Just like all the others. <laughs> I have an interesting on this day in history, and I don't remember it, and I'm curious to see if you do. Okay. On this day in history, in the year 2000, seven convicts break out of a max security prison in South Texas, setting off a massive six-week manhunt. Do you remember it? Seven? Mm, no, I don't think so. I didn't either. Uh, the escapees dubbed... The Texas 7 by the media overpowered civilian employees and prison guards in the maintenance shop where they worked and stole clothing, guns, and a vehicle. The men left a note saying, you haven't heard the last of us yet. Um, So they went on to rob a radio shack, making off with cash and police scanners. Radio shack. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Why? On Christmas Eve, the escapees, who had been convicted for a long list of violent crimes, including murder, rape, and robbery, struck a sporting goods store in Irving, Texas, where they stole a large amount of cash and weapons. In the the process, men killed police officer Aubrey Hawkins, shooting him multiple times with multiple weapons and running him over. They then fled to Colorado, where they purchased a motorhome, Telling people they were Christian missionaries and spent the month at a trailer park near Woodland Park, Colorado. Hmm. I bet they uh, hit hit the jackpot with robbing the Radio Shack. <laughs> they, they're always full of cash with the Zener diode sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on January 21st, a tip from someone who had seen... Rest in peace, Radio Shack. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Seeing the Texas 7 profiled on, a t- on the TV program America's Most Wanted led police to the fugitives. Uh, ringleader George Rivas was captured along with three of the other men. A fifth fugitive committed suicide after being surrounded by police. Two days later, law enforcement officials closed in on the two remaining escapees at a hotel in Colorado Springs. A standoff ensued during which the fugitives conducted phone interviews with a TV news station and claimed their escape was a protest against Texas criminal justice system. <laughs> the men then surrendered to authorities. Uh, in February 20, in February 2001, the six surviving members of the Texas seven were indicted on capital merger charges and the death of officer Hawkins. Each of the men were later convicted and sentenced to death. Several, were later executed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know the story. I didn't either. You know, even when Radio Shack started trying to sell Arduinos and Raspberry Pis, that couldn't even save them. 
It was too late. Am I hating on Radio Shack? Uh, um, I liked Radio Shack, but, you know. I never, ever shopped in Radio Shack. Whenever yeah. I went in there, it was so ridiculously expensive. Yeah. you If you wanted, like, like electro, uh, electronic components, then you would go in there. If you wanted, like, some specialized part that Radio Shack sold, you would go in there. But if you wanted, like, uh, I don't know, uh, a receiver or a turntable or something, that was, like, not the place to go. Yeah, unless you wanted to pay, like, 300% markup. Yeah, for subpar shit. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, yeah, no. Um, do you think, is is a ringleader and an alpha the same thing? Oh, I don't know. All right, I want you to think about this. Okay, I want you to think about something. Okay. How do you feel about this? Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and William Shatner have earned the title astronaut after their flights to the edge of space. Um, sure. <laughs> I say that's a hard no. That's a hard no? Yes. Why? Um, I don't know. What do you think Buzz, how do you think Buzz would feel about that? He spent his entire life becoming an astronaut. Yeah. Schooling, researching, studying. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about like... Passing astronaut tests that I'm sure were very hard. Yeah. What about the difference between um, someone that goes through uh, years of, you know, on-the-job training and then studies for, like, uh, an electrical license, say? Mm-hmm. Okay. They'll, they're still going to have the title electrician. And a company could hire some handyman that doesn't really know much about anything. Give him the title electrician. But he wouldn't be hired as an electrician. He would yeah. be hired as a handyman no. that does electrical work. No. No. <laughs> the companies don't hire someone with the title handyman. Well, I'm just saying it's bullshit and they are not astronauts. <laughs> they have a lot of money. Hey, if you have the money, you can be whatever you want. <laughs> I, you know what? Is that your point? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think it's bullshit. People work really hard. To gain the title of astronaut. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't entail strapping into some weird contraption that you paid for and flying somewhere for 15 minutes. Hey, who knows? You got fucking David Lee Roth being an EMT. That's very different than all this, but who knows when my, when my hernia surgery finally does happen, maybe Jeff Bezos will be there with the scalpel. That's exactly my point. <laughs> hey, he paid for that doctor title. <laughs> he he's paid gonna, for that he's scalpel. He's going to cut me open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, speaking of, you were supposed to have surgery mm -hmm. today. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, it was canceled due to COVID numbers and yeah. hospital capacity. Uh, um, but you are safe. Yeah. Uncomfortable, but safe. Yeah, I was very bitter about this. Yeah, you had a hard time. Yeah. I think it's because you just like planned... I let it go for so long, yes. and then I mentally prepared prepared myself. Yeah, and then 
a few days before it was going to happen, it was all shut down. Yep. With no, there's kind of speculation when it might, they might be able to schedule things again, but it's at least, I'm guessing, a month or more out. Yeah. Which really sucks. It does, but it'll happen. But I'm glad people could gather for Thanksgiving. Oh, I know. Uh, okay, that keeping... wasn't a dig at all. No, yeah, and we're gonna just move on from that. Oh, WrestleMania, we can go to WrestleMania too. But <laughs> hey, I can't fucking have a hernia surgery. <laughs> all right, keeping up with our theme of local releases in 2021, <laughs> we're gonna kick off this block with Acrylasia with the song "The Terrible Tale of Doctor Heinzelmensch." Heinzelmensch. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. And then after that, Sunflower with the song No Gate Too Close. Is it close or close? I think it's close. <laughs> I think it's probably close. No Gate to Close. <laughs> Normally we'd cut that, but it's staying.
tie-in to your uh, astronaut story. Okay. okay. But first, I need to know this burning question. Okay. Okay. If you get hot pockets, right, and you just you just take them out and don't heat them up, are they just pockets? Yeah, they're cold pockets. Cold pockets, yeah. or, or they could be room temperature pockets. Yeah. That doesn't really have a good no good flow to it, though. I, huh? I think they'd be cold pockets. Probably not marketable. <laughs> not marketable pockets. Hot pockets. Um, so this is Russian. I, I have another tie-in to this, too. I used to work with a, a Russian gentleman, mm-hmm. and he called he called bags pockets. And I remember the first time he said it. I'm like, what is he talking about? But It totally makes sense. It is a pocket. It absolutely is a pocket. It's not attached to, uh, you know, you normally think of a pocket being attached to your clothing. This is just, a, a you know... Is that interchangeable? Could your pocket be a bag? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could be. All right. What's your question? In my back bag. <laughs> I keep my wallet in my back bag. Um, keep my keys in my front bag. <laughs> Hold on, folks. It's about to get good. <laughs> um, so this article is from actually from May 13th of of 2021. Okay. Russia has picked four people to serve as non-professional crew members and actors in what is planned to be the first movie to be shot in outer space. Oh. So if they're actually shooting a movie, not just going up there and coming back. All of those people are becoming astronauts. They're more astronauts than... uh, I mean, I would think so. Jeff Bezos, right? I would think so. I don't know. William Shatner, I'm on the fence about that one. He was Captain Kirk. <laughs> so I think he has a little cred. I still think it's bullshit, <laughs> but okay. So what do you think about this? I, I'm kind of, it's interesting, but I'm thinking like with CGI and everything they can do now with, like, why are they going through this trouble? Just to say they are the Probably. first to, I don't know. It seems like a very, very very expensive way to, to prove a point to prove a point and to make a movie that's based in outer space yeah but you think so there are more astronauts than than the previous story right i mean none of them are astronauts <laughs> <laughs> come on give them a break but I mean, I guess I'm sure there's more that they're going to have to learn about being in outer space than Jeff Bezos did. Yeah. But I don't know. That's an assumption. Yeah. I think all of it's bullshit. I don't think any of them are astronauts. What are they? That's like saying George Clooney is a doctor because he was on ER. Wait, he's not? Like, that's just nonsense. All right, I'm going to totally switch gears on you here for a second. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. I came across this article, New Zealand's Plan to End Smoking, a Lifetime Ban for Youth. Hmm. So I was like, huh, how are they going to do this? So um, 
New Zealand's government believes it has come up with a unique plan to end tobacco smoking, a lifetime ban for those aged 14 or younger. Under a new law, the government announced Thursday. Uh, sorry, I have a pop up. And plans to pass next year, the minimum age to buy cigarettes would keep rising year after year. That means, in theory at least, 65 years after the law takes effect, shoppers could still buy cigarettes, but only if they could prove they were at least 80 years old. What? So they would, each year they would keep raising how old you have to be to purchase cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> so 65 years from now, you'd have to be, everyone would have to be 80 years old to purchase cigarettes. Hmm. And it would just keep going up until people were not alive to purchase cigarettes anymore. Hmm. So you'd have to, you'd have to wait till you're 80 years old to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> that seems counterproductive. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised it was passed. Hmm. I mean, it is a unique and creative way to to ban smoking. Yeah. Theoretically. It, yeah. There's always ways yeah. to get stuff that people want, though. So yeah, that's gonna make a you know, that's gonna make the black market cigarette. There's gonna be a sales. There's gonna be a cigarette mafia there. Yeah. Yeah, there will be. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to follow that through the years. Yeah. And see uh, what how that goes. We'd have to have grandma buy our cigarettes for us if we smoked.
that song was not about no goldfish. Nor was it about no tuna fish. <laughs> and it surely was not about no trout. <laughs> um, that song was called uh, Playing with Piranha, and that was from Hell Carax, who were a buffalo band mm -hmm. that was coming off their 1991 demo. And uh, that actually featured Kenny Brand on drums, who we know from Avulsion and Terminal Grace and Short Attention Span Theater. He's been in, I don't, I'm only naming a few bands. Yeah. Been around forever. Yeah. Been in a ton of bands. Cool. Yeah. I like elephants. You do? Everything else is irrelevant. Irrelevant? Yeah. It glues it together. <laughs> <laughs> it's irrelevant. <laughs> um, I have some cool f facts. Yeah? Yeah. I like facts. All right. Well, I got some for you. I have some advice for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, hold on. Where did it go? Oh, I thought it was genuine advice. Oh, it is. <laughs> this this is my advice to you, all right? Okay. If you happen to fall into a vat of shit, do not open your mouth to scream for help. There's your advice. Thank you. You're welcome. Did you know you can taste garlic through your feet? Through my feet? Yeah. Through all the feet. I mean, I tasted your feet before. <laughs> Ew. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> Uh, garlic contains oils that gives it a distinct taste, and these oils can be absorbed by your skin. Hmm. The state of Kentucky has more barrels of bourbon than it has people. Really? Yep. Termite queens can live up to 100 years old. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Um... It's legal to escape prison in Germany and Mexico. That does not make any sense. The noble <laughs> reasoning behind this strange loophole in these countries, among others, legal systems, is that there is an inalienable right for human beings to strive for freedom, whether that be from oppression or even incarceration. Wow. So that's legal there, but there's there's places here in, in the U.S. that you can't carry an ice cream in your back pocket on Sunday. Or can't walk your duck across the street on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this keeps drawing back to this in this episode, but there's an astronaut who was allergic to the moon. <laughs> hmm. In 1972, Harrison Jack Schmidt thought he was traveling to the moon to live out his greatest dream of walking on a foreign celestial body. Little did he know that he would be ver the very first Earthman to be allergic to an alien material, moon dust. Wow. I never even, I never considered any of that stuff. Yeah, but, me neither. Huh. It's because you're not an astronaut. Yeah, I you could think, be. You think Jeff Bezos? Could be if I save that. up. I'm going to put an astronaut suit on layaway. Done. 
Do you want one on there too? No. You don't? No. You're not going with? Nope. All right. You're a faux yes. astronaut. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Loudwire mm. put out this article about seven times rock bands were sued by album cover models. Mm. You already know what one of them is. It's number one. Nirvana. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the second one on here is the Rolling Stones' Some Girls. You remember that album? Mm-mm. Not uh, a big fan. Okay. I like some of their stuff, but... The Rolling Stones' iconic 1978 album Some Girls featured some girls on the front of the cover who were not at all too happy about it. Uh, featured bright colors and die-cut images as, of several high-profile celebrities, including Lucille Ball, Farrah Fawcett, uh, Marilyn Monroe, Judy Garland, in addition to members of the Rolling Stones. Um, how, how, does, how does Lucille Ball fit in with those other I people? don't know. It's <laughs> kind of weird. The lawsuit, which was initiated by Ball, Fawcett, and Liza Minnelli on behalf of Garland, who was her mother. Hmm. So we both just learned this, this interesting fact, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. Liza Minnelli is the daughter of Judy Garland and Vincent Minnelli. Hmm. I had no idea. I didn't either. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to read the article. Okay. But it's on Loudwire if anyone's interested to see what the other five <laughs> All right. albums were. They're not as good as the first one. Or the sec- first and second, right? Well, I kind of stopped when I realized that fact. And then I went over to Google and started researching who Liza Minnelli's mother was. Mm. And then I was like, eh, nothing else in the article could be as cool as that. So I'm good. Mm. <laughs> Do you know who Liza Minnelli's son is? Who? Paul Stanley. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> they do have a similar look though, don't they? I'm not falling for that. Right. Let's talk about this upcoming block of songs we got. Oh yeah. You ready? I'm ready. First up, Hail, Spirit, Noir from Greece with the song Riders to Utopia. And then after that, Dexter Ward from Athens and Venice with the song Demons, The Demon Slayer. And then Mephitis with the song Wandering the Tideland.
in passing That devil in euphoria
This is Nick from Hashem Firm. You're listening to Grim Dystopian.
All right. So we mentioned you were supposed to be having surgery today, mm-hmm. but unfortunately it was postponed. Yeah. We had to do the show instead. Um, we were going to do the show instead anyways. I know. <laughs> uh, but I think that really bummed you out because, mm-hmm. I mean, it really was like a huge mental thing for you yeah. all of these years. And then you finally mm-hmm. kind of was like, okay, we have to do this. Yeah. And then it was canceled. Yeah. I was a big baby about having a scalpel cutting me open and near my nether regions. Yeah, it's understandable. I mean, any surgery is scary. Yeah. So it's completely understandable. Yeah. But I think that kind of like really bummed you out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've been having a hard time at work mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you went through a little bit of discouragement with Wald Hexen and finding like your sound and figuring yeah. that all out. Yeah, well, yeah. Not to get into all of that. Yeah. But um, I w- I've been a guitar player, so transitioning to bass, mm-hmm. which I'm really enjoying in Wild Texan. There's been some hurdles for me yeah. that I didn't have as a guitar player, you know? Yeah. So adjusting and fitting in and uh, adding to their sound, not taking away from it. Yeah. Has been. I think you put a lot of pressure on yourself. Priority. Eh. I care. I know, and you That's should. That's why. But we went to the jam space last week and spent yeah. a few hours we messing did. around with some settings and you felt a little better. Yeah. And then I was allowed to come to practice this weekend mm-hmm. uh, and you guys sounded really good. Thank you. But the whole point of this was, I think you've been kind of down yeah. lately. So I made special dinner this weekend. Yeah. We stayed in Yep. and I made, it was delicious. It was. But... Then I forced you are to you, talk about... <laughs> are you going to have a recipe segment? Oh, I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, those potatoes were on point. Yeah. And then I made like All chicken. It was. Yeah. It was, it was like just, stuffed with bacon and... It was very nice. Cheese yeah. and artichokes and yeah. spinach. Delicious. It was. Um, but then I made you sit and talk about <laughs> all the things that you're grateful for. <laughs> But we had a really nice organic conversation about all of the things and all of the people in our lives that yeah. we're grateful for. Yeah. And I think it really kind of helped both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because we have a shit ton to be grateful for. Yeah. And def- I like it. Definitely true. Yep. And it was a good night. It was. And then Juan lost power because of the raging winds. Mm-hmm. So he came and hung out for a while. Mm-hmm. It was good to see. I mean, we saw Juan at, at practice on saturday yeah but it was that practice is different like we have fun at practice and we yeah you guys don't like chit chat a lot at practice no but like Juan coming over we could catch up yeah it was a nice visit we haven't really uh talked one-on-one or two-on-one in a while and it was good yeah yeah i mean it went from us being sick and then he was traveling and then why do you keep pulling me into that I was sick for a couple hours. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was not a couple I hours. I had a sniffle for like two hours and I was fine. And you lost your voice, which was fucking heaven. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you were making comments the entire week. I know. I had to. Man, it's, it's so quiet in here. It's great. <laughs> you hear that? Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a good night. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad we did that. 
And yes. I encourage other people that feel kind of shitty and down in the dumps to do the same thing because I think it really kind of helped both of us. Yes. Yep. As corny as it sounded. And I'm really surprised that you went along with it. I thought you were going to tell me to fuck off. <laughs> well, but you actually start doing it. And I'm like, oh, we're actually going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it felt like the idea felt a little forced. Yeah. At first, you know what I mean? But I don't know. We had like a good two-hour conversation. Yeah. Yep. I liked that. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank I'm you. just kidding. And the Wall Texan demo is coming together hopefully will be released very early in the upcoming year. Yeah. Yep. Looking forward to that. I am too. I'm I'm excited and I'm proud to be part of it. You have a lot of work to do. <laughs> get to it. <laughs> All right. Chop, chop. All right. Well, I better get working on it. So let's close this episode out with one more song. Okay. Headed to the Netherlands to listen to Flew of Stars with the song Nah Sleep. And we want to dedicate this one to Criff because yep. he sent this to us earlier last week yes. and we loved it. Yeah, thank you. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? Never make eye contact while eating a banana. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> Oh
Did you know you can taste garlic through your feet? Uh, no. True story. Through your feet? Yep. Your feet not only can smell, but you can also be... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Port. <laughs> no.